Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Today I wanted to talk about moral bankruptcy and how it impacts QAnon, Q, and our esteemed President Donald Trump. As these protests roil on as people are demanding more and more reforms and we're hearing a bit about defunding police departments etc etc the thing is Trump can't really speak on this issue because he has no leg to stand on he has no uh, moral authority to do so he became a political force by being a birther in 2012. He stoked racist tensions that whole time. The very fine people comment after the uh, Unite the Right rally in, uh, in Charlottesville. He has made it a point of pride that he kowtows to racists and panders to that community for their votes and for their support. So for him to come out and say that he's about unity, about brotherhood, that he understands the plight of black people in America and he is working to heal the rift between whites and blacks and the whole the problem of America's original sin is those who would go to that phrasing would use Trump can't do it Trump doesn't have the gravitas no one will respect a speech by him as being anything more than empty pandering except for maybe the media who will weep and scream oh this is the day he became president oh what a brilliant speech and QAnon will completely ignore the fact that our media falls over themselves whenever Trump does anything to make himself look remotely presidential because they live for it they're the cabal, they're the evil media, they're the bad guys. Boo the media, boo, boo, boo. So you have 
this morally bankrupt man, and allegedly he's going to give a speech though this upcoming week, which, ooh boy, that's going to be a meatball. That'll be very spicy. So, supposedly we're going to have the unity building speech, which will be a disaster. At best, he will get a very monotone, very dry, teleprompter red speech done. And then he'll go on Twitter and complain about it and contradict it almost immediately after. Within 12 hours, he'll start bleeding on about All Lives Matter or whatever. Because he can't help himself. He just can't do it. He has to step on the rake as just absolutely irresistible as can be that rake yearns for his foot to just drive itself down on it as hard as possible so he can sideshow sideshow bob himself right in the head because that's that's how he operates that's the nature of the man now further you have QAnon and Q themselves and they are a depraved cesspool of bloodthirsty psychopaths led by an amoral scumbag. And the thing is, is the Q cannot rein them in. He has no control over them because, again, he has no moral authority. He has no leg to stand on when it comes to trying to present himself as a authority figure on anything. Q panders to these people's worst impulses. He delights in bigotry and hatred. He is a terrible person, pretty much. And the thing about this is that it means that when people who try to defend Q, like the QAnon centrists, or even QAnon promoters who try to duck behind levels of plausibility and deniability. When they say things like, Q never said that, it doesn't matter what Q says. It matters what QAnon believes. And when QAnon says that Michelle Obama's a woman, even though Q's never said that, it doesn't matter. It's on him. Because if he wanted to stop it, he could try. He wanted to stop the JFK Jr. stuff. He tried. He twice made Q-drops saying that JFK Jr. is dead. Let it go, you morons. Stop it. So, he could, if he wanted to, post something that would state that Michelle Obama is a cisgendered woman. He could do this if he so desired to do it. But if he did... His audience would ignore him. They would declare misinformation is necessary. They would hand wave it away. There is, you can't call back the dog. You, you loose the dog from its leash. It's running towards the target. Nothing you can do. You can't yell, Sparky, come back. Sparky, no. There's no safe word. There's no nothing. There's nothing you can do. That dog is just going to run off and it's going to maul somebody. And you have nothing. You have no way to prevent it from happening. So that's the nature of QAnon and the nature of Q in the sense that he cannot curb the worst impulses of his community because he indulges them. He excites them. He incites them. 
He has that cue drop with uh, Obama and his college roommate where it says the faggots are holding hands. And this is a movement that talks about unity, inclusion, diversity. We are all together. Patriots know no color. And he gleefully uses uh, a homophobic slur like faggots in a cue drop. Q didn't say it. It was just a caption of the, the meme. Yeah, well, Q posted the meme. So Q endorsed it. Q endorsed that bigotry, period. He, No one made him do that. He could have found a version of the photo that he was trying to show that didn't have that in it. He didn't do that. He grabbed the one that had the homophobic slur on it, and he used it, period. So Q's a dirtbag. That's all there is to it. And his followers are dirtbags who say the most terrible things in the world. Like vaccines are deadly toxins, which Q has never said. Q's made only one claim about vaccines, and it was just sort of, eh, vaccines, meh. I could live with them, I could live without them. Not going to take a hard stance on vaccines, because I know who my audience is, and I don't want to piss them off. So, that's the way this works. And then, finally, you have the moral bankruptcy of QAnon itself. And this ties into the fact that, once again... Our hero, uh, Q, a.k.a. Jim Watkins, uh, stepped on his dick again because he's a fucking moron. And he posted this ridiculously stupid thing about how uh, Obama's uh, social media, Obama's Twitter page, or the Obama Project, or I'm not exactly sure the name of it, but Twitter feed with Obama's name attached to it that is directly connected to him and is a legitimate thing, if you look at their photo, it was George Lloyd. And you can do a thing where you can dig into the past of it. And, well, actually, the, that tweet was an old tweet, but now it has George Floyd on it. So these idiots were like, oh, my God, Obama had been planning this thing for a very long time. Blah, 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 conspiracy plot. And Dapper Gander and others have explained why this is not the case. And also, if it was the case... You might have noticed it before QAnon noticed it the two weeks after uh, George Floyd's death. So you, you might have noticed it the day after that guy died. And be like, oh my God, what? how did Obama know? He had this photo ready to go so quickly. Isn't this interesting? Then people would be like, wait a minute. He had it the day before and the day after that, before that, and so on and so on. And you could actually start unraveling the conspiracy onion, as it were, and revealing the dark truth about what Obama did. And the truth is, is that, uh, once again, Jim Watkins does not know how the Internet works, does not understand how anything works, really. Uh, didn't understand the Republican closed primary in California. Didn't understand the parodies of uh, cannibalism on Facebook is just a cretinous moron when it comes to anything and everything. Published a, posted a Q-drop that had a fake quote of George Soros, because again, doesn't do any fact-checking, doesn't do anything to uh, actually uh, evaluate information. Jim just grabs it and posts it, because he's lazy. He doesn't really like the whole QAnon thing. He thinks Trump's going to lose, and that will kill QAnon in November. He's really wrong about the whole conspiracy thing dying in November. 
it is never going away. Uh, spoiler alert. So we're we're in a peck of trouble there, no matter what. But this is the thing. Q is so bad now. Q has had to repeatedly post apologies or explanations. He had to explain, oh, these parody cannibal websites. That's how they trick you into really doing it. And then he never really came up with an explanation for how he uh, biffed the California primary thing. Oh, the other one he screwed up royally was the MSNBC uh, World War Z uh, screenshot, which MSNBC never did and was a uh, fake meme made by somebody on the Internet, and Jim fell for it. And then he excused himself by saying he was flying in a helicopter and he was distracted. So, in the time of 8 Kun Q... Just constant mistakes, constant things he has to walk back, endless errors, just deep and abiding ignorance, and Q Anon can't just look at this stuff and say, yeah, Q got it wrong. Yeah, Q made a mistake. They can't do it. They have to keep propping him up. They keep keep having to make excuses. They keep having to justify and defend what Q was doing. And this is the thing, is that they always talk about how you got to think for yourself, how you got to rationalize, editorialize, scandalize, compartmentalize, digitize, DNA digivolve, all this information, and come up with your own conclusions, make your own assertions, QAnon is the only cult that tells you to think for yourself. If that was the case, why do they never think for a moment that Q made a mistake, or that Q was wrong, or that Q was an error? Just look at all the QAnon grifter community. Medic, Sather, Major Dad, Dustin Nemos, Pamphlet Anon, all these just scoundrels. When something like this happens, they never tell you, oh, well, Q made a noopsie-doopsies. Because that's the thing you're not allowed to think. That is the thing you're not allowed to say. Because to say that is to leave the community. To say that is heresy. They love having these uh, anti-Semitic tropes about you find out who is in control of a situation based on who you are allowed to criticize. Meaning that if you try to criticize the Jews, you'll be called an anti-Semite. You're not allowed to do it, so the Jews really do rule the world, so your anti-Semitism is justified and validated. That's the logic they try to use. But you think about it from the way QAnon works, and Q and Trump are infallible. They cannot error. They cannot make mistakes. If you think they have made a mistake, you need to reason it out for yourself how they didn't because they can't and if you live in a world where people tell you to, fr- to think freely and come to your own conclusions but you can never question the authority you can never say that the authority is wrong or has made a mistake not a lot of free thinking going on there that does not sound like a group of people who are ready to make hard, skeptical analysis of a situation and to just pursue the truth no matter where the evidence takes them. They are willing to go anywhere. They are not beholden 
to a predetermined conclusion that they will then use any data points whatsoever to validate and justify. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And that is pretty much what QAnon is. That's how they operate. They are entirely uh, all about confirmation bias. They are all about confirming their priors. Whatever they believe, they will believe firmly to the bitter end unless overwhelming evidence forces them to change their minds, but only kicking and screaming. And really, the only uh, force that's going to do that is Trump losing this election. That's the one thing they'll not be able to... uh, spin or justified the whole jeff sessions donald trump uh spat justified uh mathis and trump going at it justified they will justify anything the election they cannot they cannot justify the election so they cannot get here soon enough and trump cannot lose soon enough uh i am so tired tonight but uh I will not stem winder here. Instead, because I have a bunch of questions, I'm going to start the question section now. Uh, 275 says, uh, please discuss the gross spiritual advisor of his and her Luciferian-looking husband. Uh, Paula White Kane uh, is a really creepy lady. I, I don't really know that much about her, as it were. I just know that uh, every time I've ever seen her, she is really not clean. It feels, she feels like such a televangelist and such a con artist. And she's working so hard to just sell uh, this kind of just sick, twisted Christianity to her community. And it's just like, man, really? Like, this is the kind of thing that we have to deal with in this world that, uh, I mean, again, the president is just absolutely, absolutely, totally amoral and knows that uh, whatever he has to do to pander to uh, religious people to get their votes, he'll do it. It's why he just walked out in front of a church and held up a Bible and was like, look at me, totally religious dude. Love you Christians. Vote for me in the election because I need your votes to win. So maybe one of these days I'll have a better, more in-depth analysis 
of her, but uh, for now, uh, she's just, yeah, just terrible. Just nails in a chalkboard kind of thing. It's like, oh boy, this is this is where America is. We've got this lovely person getting the ear of the president and telling us that Jesus is on the side of Donald Trump, which, ooh, oh boy. Uh, Mr. Fury, who has one of the greatest avatars on Twitter, says, I am so curious about the claims Anonymous Hackers Collective make about Q. They claim it is, was a psyop to discredit and disrupt their op to expose Epstein and company by flooding the internet with fake crazy stuff. Uh, that clever Guy Fox behind the K-pop fascism thing too. Thoughts? Uh, Anonymous generally... Um, they seem to over-inflate their actual uh, powers and capabilities. Uh, they took credit for Obama winning re-election in 2016, uh, 2020, uh, 2012. The professional podcaster, poker and politics. They said, oh yeah, Rove hacked Ohio. We hacked it back and uh, made sure that it was a fair count and Obama won it fair and square. Uh so, I really don't know exactly what kind of power Anonymous has. Uh, I do know that QAnon and Anonymous have hated each other for forever because Anonymous uh, prides themselves on being a, a hacktivist group that is actually trying to uh, fight authoritarian rule and um, is looking to actually do things to... Uh, undermine the system and to upset the status quo, whereas QAnon is entirely about a rigid status quo that needs to just be made more status quo-ian. Like, Trump is in power. Trump needs to be given even more power. Uh, we need to crush people even more vigorously. Uh, I don't know who sicked K-pop on QAnon. Uh, if Anonymous wants to take credit for that, God bless them. They can. Uh, no skin off my nose. I'm cool with that. Uh, I really... Everyone wants credit for Epstein. But uh, it was uh, Julia K. Brown, the reporter in Florida, who did most of the heavy lifting and like went into... Uh, the Actually did the work. She actually... Uh, put the boots on the ground as it were. She worked the pavement and did the interviews, found the evidence, and revealed the sweetheart deal that Epstein got that led to a lot of outrage about what happened. And then the next thing you know, the wheels of justice start slowly grinding and then Epstein gets indicted and then he uh, commits suicide, which is 100% what happened and you can all fuck right off. So uh, Jeffrey Epstein dead by his own hand. Yeah, take that, conspiracy theorists. Owned. Uh, Bunker Inspector uh, number 1217. I love the Q clowns believing in conspiracy theories that it was probably derived from the plot of Monsters, Inc. Looking forward to the podcast. Uh, they believe that Monsters, Inc. is Hollywood telling on themselves. And... As I've said here before, and I've said on Twitter many times, they lie about Monsters, Inc. Because the payoff at the end of Monsters, Inc. is that the monsters find out that laughter is far more powerful than fear. And 
it's kind of a metaphor that like you can do the easy quick thing and get a small uh, reward or you can do the hard thing and get a bigger better reward like scaring the kids is easy for monsters making kids laugh by cracking jokes and uh, being funny is hard and also the whole thing with Boo and brotherhood and diversity and understanding that different uh, beings can uh, coexist and form a bond and become friends. All that good stuff. I mean, just they take all the positives of Monsters, Inc. away. Just strip it down to nothing. And it's just, it's a movie about monsters scaring kids for power and energy. It's adrenochrome. Yep, shut up. God damn it. Just, just. It's so dumb. So absolutely dumb. Um, Tobias Drumridge says, We know the answer to this, but what are the answers from Q people as to why the posts are only on 4, 8, Chan, Kun, and not PGP encrypted and just posted everywhere? They must have some real doozies to get around that one in their heads. Uh, Q actually was literally called out by Frederick Brennan, I uh, seconded Frederick's uh, declarations against Q, where we were like, yo, Q, get a Bitcoin wallet or a PGP key and just travel the internet. You're trying to save the world, right? You're not just doing this to drive traffic to Jim Watkins' website, right? And Q posted an article about how PGP had some sort of problems and was just like, look, PGP isn't all that good, blah, blah, blah. But the article wasn't about the actual uh, security of the P of PGP. It was about a totally different problem. So what Q was just trying to do was conflate one pro issue with another to make it seem like his identity could be revealed uh, through uh, the use of a PGP key. When WikiLeaks uses a PGP key on their uh, Twitter page for drops. It's like, so if... If their hero, Julian Assange, who is, like, just fourth on the hierarchy below Q, Trump, Sessions, oh, Michael Flynn, so he's fifth. Uh, if Julian Assange loves PGP keys, then why can't Q love them, too? Then again, some QAnons will be like, WikiLeaks themselves have been corrupted by the deep state. Only Assange is pure and innocent. Because, again, they just make it up. They just make it up as they go along to try to justify things. Uh, Simon Firick says, how much of a serious threat do you consider the QAnon nonsense to be? I consider it very serious. Uh, I don't think that they will be able to pull off terrorism of a scale like, say, the Oklahoma City bombing or anything bigger than that. Uh, I just don't think that the there's enough intelligence at an operational level to be able to pull off a, a event like that. But uh, what I will say is that they will have an incredible amount of access to guns and they will be insanely mad when they don't get what they want. And this is the thing is that I believe the Trump will lose in November and that will be devastating to them. But even if he were to win, you have the fact that... Uh, the 2022 midterms would be devastating to the Republicans. They have a million billion Senate seats that are at risk. And if Trump escaped through the skin of his teeth to win another re-election, all those Senate seats would be in huge danger. The frothing rage that the uh, America would have at that point would be overwhelming. 
and also uh, at some ill-defined point in Trump's second term, uh, the God willing and please let it happen, uh, the coronavirus uh, vaccine would come out, and that would be a massive breaking point for QAnon because they hate vaccines so much now. Like anti-vax was like a small part of the community, and then coronavirus just just. QAnon likes to talk about how they will eat MAGA and absorb MAGA into QAnon to become more powerful. But while they were looking to do that, uh, anti-vax just bit into QAnon and just uh, just took it over. They did not uh, vaccinate themselves against anti-vax, and now they are all corrupted by it. So uh, you're going to see a, a massive schism in the community if Trump were to be in office when the when the when the vaccine for coronavirus comes out, it'll be hilarious and a ton of fun. Uh, Alex Zendayas. Oh God, I'm so bad at names. Uh, don't think you talked about it in the last episode, but you could bring up small town disinfo. NBC recently wrote an article about it on my town specifically. Uh, it's. This is kind of like the micro-targeting that happened in the 2016 election where disinformation agents uh, take a first-wave bullshit lie and then they will uh, expound upon it to directly uh, target smaller groups and smaller communities in an effort to uh, fan tension, uh, increase anger and distrust, and uh, to sow confusion and chaos. A fake Antifa Twitter account said that they were going to leave the cities and go into the suburbs and start killing white people. And that was fake from the jump. And then from there came these tweets and came these Facebook messages and came this stuff on Nextdoor and other like local community aggregator sites where uh, this town, and then uh, the person below them says it happened also in Redding, California, small towns started getting told that like bus, buses full of Antifa, uh, Antifa terrorists were coming to their communities, armed to the teeth, ready to kill people. And they're just looking to provoke a backlash, they're looking to provoke a controversy. They're just trying to make things bad. Like, like, if something happened here, it would suit the goals of the people sowing this chaos and who exactly they are. I mean, Russian disinformation bots, right-wing trolls, just general assholes. Who knows? But neo-Nazi racists. If a, if a small town like actually uh, thought Antifa was in their community... Or Antifa actually did show up and there was a violent confrontation, they could spin it as being this poor innocent town was attacked by Antifa, that something went really wrong. If any of these situations had resulted in violence, the right would have blamed the protesters, the rioters, they would have blamed Antifa, they would have blamed just this movement, Black Lives Matter, all of it would have been guilty. Because these communities that they were uh, trying to scare into action were uh, the good guys. They were suburb. They were suburbs, and 
they were being put on the defensive and the back foot and these disinformation agents were trying to give these people a hair trigger. They were trying to get them paranoid and outraged and freaked out so that there might be an exchange of gunfire or just a clash and some and after some fists get thrown, then some people burn down a couple houses because they're pissed off about what happened. This was just ugliness. It was just really mean-spirited, terrible stuff. And uh, we're going to see more of it. This is not going to stop. These people are going to be working hard to create issues out of thin air for the campaign season. Uh, Gilgamesh asks, uh, any reformed believers out there? And a neighborhood neutrino uh, seconds them by saying, and how did they get out? Uh, I have met uh, a few QAnon uh, apostates on um, Reddit. And generally speaking, they became apostates when there were just too many deadlines that came and went without anything happening. And they realized they were being uh, strung along. Um one of my followers who I've talked to a lot, uh, who I'm, whose name I'm about to destroy, and I apologize on every imaginable level, but Elemendi Fuentes uh, is a reformed believer. They bought into QAnon for a while, then they got out, and they, they hate QAnon very much. There is no um, fire that burns brighter than that of a, a convert, of a convert. Those who uh, get out of a group often are not very fond of the group they left, especially when that group is a bunch of lying scum. Um, are the children being rescued from the... Oh, uh, Doug Howard asks, are the children being rescued from the Adrenochrome Labs housebroken, or do you need to train them to use the cat box or paper if you adopt one? And if they cannot be housebroken, is there a no-kill shelter to take them? Um... Since they have yet to be uh, processed through uh, Patriot Headquarters uh, for uh, return to society, we have yet to uh, discern their fitness level for these things and um, what their mental acuity is, what their ability to learn is, if they will be, if they are verbal or not. Uh, a great many mysteries. Uh, I'm sure one of these days Q will get around to enlightening us because this was a very important part of uh, Q, the QAnon mythos. So I uh, really hope that we uh, get told the good word, as it were. Um, and finally, our good friend, um, Omni Optic, with uh, two eyes looking sideways, said, Sorry, dude, I don't play Go Fish. Now, if you're into Iron Cross, I might play. I have no idea what Iron Cross is. I do know what Go Fish is. Uh, I click on him, and his timeline uh, says, I was queued about 18 months ago, and to think it took until a few days ago to find out that everything I've watched, read, and discussed was just a LARP to convince me that none of it was true. Thinking emoji, now that I'm woke, I've got to ask, are there any kids left? Uh, double thinking emoji QAnon so uh, he I don't know man uh, I think the most important thing for you to understand is that you've been lied to uh, that your faith in Jesus Christ is being uh, manipulated against you by grifters and dirtbags looking to make a dollar 
or to uh, just use your uh, clicks and eyeballs to make them seem more important and special. This is the nature of the scam. You are being scammed. Uh, hope you figure that out at some point. Hope you wake up from, to the truth that the world is a dumb, ugly, random, scary, chaotic place. There is no great battle between good and evil with uh, George Soros on one side of the chessboard and Donald Trump on the other. If there was, Soros would win very quickly because I doubt that Trump understands how to play chess in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah, get out of QAnon when you can. Join those who have become apostates. Recovery is a beautiful thing. And I wish you all the best. I wish all of you all the best and all that good stuff. So, uh, I'm going to go fall asleep now because I'm extremely tired. Hope you all had a good weekend, and I will catch you all Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.